Let me know, Jack. Good? All right. Ladies and gents, Botter Milligan here at CollectiveCon. I am standing beside the man who has voiced some of my favorite and probably your favorite cartoon characters, including but not limited to Philip J. Fry, Doug, Bugs Bunny, Stimpy, and a whole slew of others. I'm talking about the incomparable Mr. Billy West. Mr. West, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? How's your uh, CollectiveCon experience been? How's your whole weekend been? Um, I'm not bleeding from any holes, so I must be doing okay. That's a good first sign right there, all right? No bleeding of holes, successful collective con. Um, I read some... Well, actually, I, I overheard you while I was waiting for you in, in line here that you said Futurama has been your favorite show that you've done. And I've, I just listed a fraction of your very prestigious resume. And I'm curious, why? what makes Futurama stand out from all the different properties and projects you've worked on? Well, number one, it's a Matt Groening show. And his sensibilities are tried and true and and visionary and um always on target and you know i was proud to be working with the guy and um and it's the writing the writing of the show is just so clever and um a different kind of funny you know yeah speaking about uh matt granny i'm i'm curious are, are you just a big fan of the simpsons um i'm not as big of a fan of the Simpsons as I am of Futurama. Um, I just never watched a lot of television, to tell you the truth. Um, I've gone whole years, years without watching TV or seeing movies. I just, I try to stay pure, you know? And I mean, with your, with your credentials, I imagine, you know, it's a, it's, it's a full-time job being you. Uh, one thing that I was really interested, really fascinated in learning as I was going, you know, preparing for this interview was your musical prowess and your band, you know, being a guitarist and your band, uh, Billy West in the Grief Counselors, correct? Yes. Do you ever tap into your voice acting, you know, uh, part of your mind for music and or maybe vice versa? How do, how do the two different um, artistic worlds like inform each other? Well, um, you know, I mean, I was a guitar player for years and years and I made a living playing music and I sang. Um, the voice thing came, came naturally, you know, from that, from performing. Uh, and I did some stand-up comedy for a while. And nobody told me you had to have an act. And I used to go up there and just do stuff, you know. Um, sometimes it'd be great. Other times it'd be horrifying. But, um, but they are interconnected. Yeah. And last question for you, Mr. B uh, Mr. West, and I think you're you're the perfect person to answer this. You know, considering that there's probably a, a lot of aspiring voice actors and people that want to be the next uh, Billy West, what piece of advice would you give to someone that's wanting to get into the career, but specifically maybe a piece of advice that you wish you would have, you know, had going into the career that maybe would have made your life a lot easier? Um, I would, you know, stay passionate, stay inspired. Inspiration is tough to come by sometimes. So you have to like go wander around, go downtown, you know, when everything is closed on a Sunday or something and just wander around and see where the wind blows you. I used to do that just out of curiosity. Wonder what's going to go on today, you know? Um, and you find yourself in interesting situations because you didn't plan on it. Um, also, um, staying passionate and staying inspired. Yeah. Um, also, we're saving a seat for you, if that means anything. That's what somebody told me when I started out. Wow. That I said, I can't believe I'm in the room working with you guys. I was a kid when I heard you, and the uh, guy said, well, where you been? We've been saving a seat for you. 
So That's awesome. Thank you so much for your honesty, and thank you for your time, Mr. Well, West. Thank you very much. Awesome. Ladies and gents, Billy West. Mike, Mike. Jack, you got to make sure you, you get a, a shot of the kicks, though, man. Yeah, see, we've got the tall thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Got Blau. Don't forget the other foot, too. Cha-ching, the money shot. Oh, wait. Shot. All right, all right. You're stunting too hard. Stunting too hard, right? Yeah, I am. I, I got that flavor, though. <laughs> the old man's got the flavor. You can't mess with me. I'm going to He's got the flavor. It, it's not. It, yeah, it's gone. Flavor in your ear. Huh? Yeah, my dad would really like you. you know? no, see, He's from right. Jersey City as oh, well. Oh, there you go. Oh, well, I'm from Jersey, but that. Jersey City, that's hardcore. That you, uh, you, yeah, get, yeah, you yeah, get an yeah. elbow. <laughs> get All an right. Elbow. Everyone, Bader Milligan here at Collective Con alongside Mr. John DiMaggio, oh, a.k.a. Yeah. the voice behind your favorite beer guzzling robot and cartoon dog, among others, all right? I mean, the, the resume, we, if I was to go through his resume, I'd be here all day. But I just want to say, John, thank you so much for taking time. Oh, you're welcome. How is your Collective Con experience going so far? So far, so good. Nobody's like tried to cut me or anything. So, you know, I hear people are crazy in Jacksonville. No, I'm kidding. It's been great. It's been wonderful. Everybody's really nice here. And, uh, you know, uh, it's nice. It's, it's nice for a young convention to get like this many people. It's, it's pretty cool. I like, uh, I like seeing that. And it's a great, you know, these conventions are great because everybody gets to come out and like do their own thing, you know? So I, I appreciate that. I'm all for that. So. You know, and people like the stuff that I do, and I like, you know, there's stuff here that I like, so it's just, you know, it's always a fun time. Have you had a chance to get a a chance to explore the the floor? I mean, like, before and after, like, when everybody's, like, not really here, like, I can kind of wander through and just check stuff out. But, yeah, there's always, there's always something. There's always a t-shirt. You're like, oh, that's really great. You know, there's always something that you can find at, at a convention. But mostly it's, it's people that are, you know. All these people are into a lot of the same stuff, so it's yeah. it's always a good time, you know. So the next time you're in town in Jacksonville, come on down to Collective God. You'll have a great time. It's going to be great. Look at all the fabulous people here. We're having a good time. Don't you forget it. I don't know why I snapped into the guy. That's, you know, <laughs> Jack, make sure we isolate that one, yeah, right? No, absolutely. 100%. John, it sounds like you are a, a pro when it comes to conventions. I was curious, though, because I'm sure, you know, all day, all weekend, you probably had, you know, people just fanning out, getting a chance to meet you, crediting you for all the different voices. Have you ever had a fanboy experience yourself meeting like an idol or a fellow colleague or someone you admire? You know, it's it's always nice to, to meet people, to, to meet other folks. I, I met John Cusack once. I was just like, oh, man, <laughs> oh, just say anything. I'm just like, oh, God, you know. Uh, better off dead. Oh, you know, just, but, uh, yeah, you know, you get to run into folks that are, that are really cool and they, and you make friends with, 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 with folks. And then sometimes you come to these and you have, your friends are here already. So it's, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I always, I, I, I there's, there's always someone to just be like, oh, who's a, who's a guest this time, you know? So, but yeah, it's always fun. And it's, you know, and I love coming to these. It's great because, you know, when you're in the booth, or when you're behind the, you, 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 you know, you're in front of the camera. There's not, it's not often you get to hear this, you know, like, Hey, that, Hey, you did all right. You know, or like a big laugh or whatever, you know, so it's, it's, it's always nice to come show up and, and hear the laugh or, you know, or get to hear the two or three claps, yeah. the two or three awkward claps <laughs> that you're due, you know, cause yeah. you can't, not a round of applause, just a, 
John, so I was thinking about, you know, I was going through your your your, your resume, your your list, your IMDb, and uh, I mean, you know, I I, I might have snoozed a little bit, but you know, I was yeah. I was I was acting. No, it was awesome. And your video game credits, man, obviously Gears of War, uh, Halo, Destiny. I mean, the list goes on. I was curious. Do you find? Are you a video game? Are you a gamer yourself? Do you I mean, play? I play video games. I mean. You know, I like to play the video games that I'm in, which What's is the kinda, last one. Oh, just kind of narcissistic, but <laughs> but uh, but you know, um, I, I've loved that. I mean, the Gears of War games. I just, I just, I'm just. Att- I mean, you know, I'm attached. You know, for, I'm you know, I'm gear for life. But uh, but uh, you know, I, I love playing uh, particular video games. Video games. As a matter of fact, the guy that that played the lead in uh, in uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, I figured out who he was like mid con, and I was like. Oh man, I'm trying to figure out your voice. I'm like, I knew I knew you, dude. It was pretty funny, but uh, but yeah, I love yeah, I love pl- I love playing games as long as it doesn't take too long. Because if it takes too long, then you get in trouble with the wife. Yeah, nobody <laughs> needs that. Nobody needs that trouble. Happy wife, happy life, That's right? right? That's right. All right, one last question for you, uh, John. Um, probably one thing that really stuck out to me, new for me at least, you ex- executive produced a documentary called "I Know That Voice." That's right. Uh, you know, backstage VIP. Oh, there we go. The shameless plug. My man is prepared. All right. There it is. So you get, you, since you, you're watching it, you can get it on Prime. There we go. You can get it on Amazon Prime, and I think maybe even um maybe even iTunes. I'm not sure, but you look for it online. I think you can get it on YouTube. Actually, there we go. You'll so have to pay for it on YouTube. Don't don't go just finding the link and yeah. just watching it on YouTube. Let's pay for the movie for crying. Support out loud. the damn movie. Yeah, you know. But I understand it was meant to be like a behind-the-scene, you know, look into the lives of, yeah. of voice actors. And I was curious if, if you could share, you know, right now, what is, um, you know, what's something that you wish more people knew about, you know, the world of voice acting, or maybe like a common misconception? That Tara Strong has serious gas problems. <laughs> well, there goes our Tara Strong appearance oh, next year. No, she's kidding. Don't. No, she's she's fine. T- uh, Tara Strong does not have gas. I'm the one who has gas that usually blames it on Tara. I've been holding my breath this whole time. See, I know. It's terrible. Now, um, I don't know. Uh, what, what's something that's, I mean, we, we're all just, we're all just trying to, you know, we're all just trying to work. <laughs> we're all just trying to get a gig. Um, and some of us are more fortunate than other, others. Um, but we, we all love it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, a lot of smiles behind it. A lot of people that are just like in a good place, good energy. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we work hard. People, people in the booth, we work hard. Yeah. Speaking of working hard and, and trying to get a gig, I got one more question for you. And this is for all the aspiring voice actors that want to be the next John DiMaggio. If you could give a piece of advice to those aspiring, you know, voice actors, Specifically, maybe a piece of advice that you wish you would have received early on in your career that would have made life a lot easier breaking in. What would that be? Learn a trade. <laughs> Go to trade school. Get a job as a plumber. I don't know, a carpenter, something like that. Some good regular job where you, you know, five years in, you're already making a hundred grand. 401k retirement. Yeah. No, you, you forget it. Just, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. No, you know what? I, first of all, what I tell you, I tell young actors, uh, just make rent, uh, which is basically just like, you know, you got to you, you create time for your for your for your art, for your passion. But you also make rent. You make money for to pay rent, to pay your way, 
And, and, and if you can make rent, the rest is gravy. So that's what I say. I, said, I, I tell people to make rent. I tell young actors, just make rent. Just be concerned about making rent, and then everything else will come to you. You just work hard at it. You know, when you, when you work on your craft, make it, make, make the work play so that you can play hard. And that's it. That's some real stuff. Thank you for your yeah. honesty. John, thank Absolutely. you so much for your time. All right. Ladies and gents, John DiMaggio. Yeah, I got to get back to doing nothing. <laughs> Going on break. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ladies and gents, Botter Milligan here at Collective Con, standing beside yet another voice acting icon. I'm talking about the man who has voiced some of my favorite and your favorite cartoon characters, including but not limited to Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Darkwing Duck, Tasmanian Devil. The list goes on and on. Ladies and gents, I'm talking about the incomparable Jim Cummings. Jim, how are you doing today? I didn't know I was incomparable. <laughs> I thought I was pretty comp. Pretty comp yeah. I, I, uh, I had a few adjectives to describe you, but I figured incomparable. With a, with, with a list of almost 400 credits plus, 400 plus some credits to your name, uh, I'm asking you to do the impossible and hone in on maybe one or two that really might be a little more special than the others. Yeah, yeah well, you know, Pooh and Tigger are in their own category because they're as sweet as honey. And, uh, you know, and I love Darkwing Duck. Uh, you gotta love, gotta love Darkwing Duck. Who doesn't love? And then the Anti Poo, of course, Taz. <laughs> and uh, one of my big time favorites is uh, Ray from Princess and the Frog, and definitely, absolutely, Hondo Onaka, Star Wars, little franchise you might have heard of. I think I, I think I recall that. I think I recall that. So, Jim, one of the interesting things I, I found out as I'm preparing for this interview is that you're one of the only, if not only, original voice actor from the TMNT series to return uh, back for the 2007 animated film. And I'm curious, have you seen the trailer for the new animated TMNT film coming out, Mutant Mayhem, or thoughts on that? No, because I'm not in it, so who cares? <laughs> You're right. It is missing a big heaping of you on that film. But, I mean, thoughts in general, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. One more question for you. Considering that there's probably a lot of aspiring voice actors that want to be the next uh, Jim Cummings that are inspired by your career. Do you have any words of wisdom to those aspiring voice actors? Maybe specifically advice that you wish that you would have received early on in your career? Well, you know, uh, know what you want to do. Aim, aim. You know, have a, have a clear focus. And, uh, whenever I would come up with a character, now if it's an established one, you want to sound just like him and add to that. Uh, so, you know, that one's an easy one. But, uh, as far as coming up with new characters, you know, use your imagination. And like, uh, for instance, Hondo Onaka, I've always said he's a combination of Charles Bronson and Yul Brenner in my head. So mix, mix and match like that. And, uh, and the fact is, if you do a perfect impression of someone famous, Hold on to it. You never know. You might be able to use it. If you do a terrible impression of someone very famous, can't even tell who it is, you got a new character. And if uh, you do a perfect impression of somebody that nobody knows, like uh, like speaking of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Leatherhead, was uh, a, I was a bad guy in the originals. And that was a dead-on impression of my first tugboat captain when I was a deckhand on the Mississippi River. That just how he sound. That was the way he spoke. So I stole him, and I often wondered if his grandkids are going, "Hey, Grandpa, you know this this, this alligator here?" You know. Uh, so you know the, the little tricks of the trade. You know. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing your time as well. Thank you so much, sir.
Stay tuned. Ladies and gents, Jim Cummings.